Hi there, I'm Melbourne Vixens player Joe Weston and welcome to a new podcast presented by Deacon, highlighting sporting and entertainment figures who champion the fearless ethos. I'm currently studying a Masters of Communication at Deakin, so when the opportunity to produce a podcast for the Vixens came up, I jumped at the opportunity. The podcast will feature interviews with empowering public figures who are breaking down barriers in their respective endeavours. At Deakin University, every single course is backed by industry experts, which is why this year, as we cover certain topics, I will lean on the number six ranked university in the entire world for sport-related subjects to provide research and data to give great insights to you all. Deakin University, progressive, real-world learning. Now, there is absolutely no question as to who I wanted to chat to first on this podcast. As a mad Essendon supporter, I thought it was only fitting to have the Vixen's number one supporter and ticket holder here with me today. And he is someone I truly admire on the field and even more so off for his incredible story. So, can you please welcome Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. Woo! Thanks for having me. <laughs> Quite exciting. Can't wait. Thank you for being here and for being our first guest. We did have... Um, someone else who wanted to come in quickly, some birds, as we are sitting at your beautiful house out in regional Victoria. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's really lovely out here. Um, I love the country and it's nice and quiet. And as you uh, heard before, there's a lot of birds going on. So, um, yeah, I love it here. Just uh, nice and quiet and peaceful. It is peaceful as well with your puppy dog driver, who is a blue healer. I'm a bit uh, sad I didn't bring Billy, my puppy, along with me today, but we'll have to organise another dog date. He is very cute. Are you loving having a pet now? Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's great to have someone that you can take for a walk <laughs> and um, is under my feet at the moment. But uh, yeah, it's great to have him and uh, yeah, I can take him for a walk and uh, he loves his food, so I try not to give him too much. Um, but yeah, he loves the country and he's got a lot of space here. He can just go and um, explore. So uh, yeah, it's great to have and take him for a walk. Yeah, so I just got a cheeky pat under the table. So most people probably know you as Tipper, but you actually have a different nickname, Walla. Can you tell me the story behind that? Yeah, growing up, uh, my dad gave me Wallaby um, just because it was short and quick. <laughs> um, and yeah, Walla was pretty much um, known with my, my family and friends and people that I know. So uh, then Tipper sort of came along uh, when I played uh, with Gibson Power and the boy sort of gave me a, a short nickname was Tipper and uh, then, yeah, everyone sort of knew um, while it was my actual name and, uh, yeah, gone from there, so. Well, thank you for sharing that. So you initially grew up in the Tiwi Islands, Melville Island? That's uh, Bathurst. Bathurst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I grew up in the Tiwi Islands, um, Bathurst Island and, mm -hmm. uh yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, you know, grow up playing football. Uh, then we didn't know much about netball. Uh, we used to play basketball and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But uh, unless, until mum came along and um, introduced netball to us, and uh, from that point, I fell in love with the game and uh, wanted to see what I can do um, playing it, and uh, loved it ever since. Uh, came down to Melbourne, and all my friends and um, and my siblings played netball too, and mum was a coach, so. I uh, really loved it from that point and, um, yeah, wanted to play uh, as long as I can. And um, I was hoping that I would have a men's team that I can, you know, go and try out. But, um, you know, football was sort of my number one. But, um, yeah, I loved netball ever since and uh, still do. So Yeah, so Jane is sitting here with us out in the lovely sunshine we're now experiencing. So you met her up in on Bathurst Island and you moved to Australia or mainland with her? 
Yeah, um, met mum when she came up to, um, there was a school called Tiri College. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister Nikki was working as a house parent and um, and mum needed to get away from Melbourne and moved up there and uh, yeah, about a couple of weeks we just found that connection and um, you know she was there for me from from uh, day one. So um, we, we built that, I guess, connection and relationship together and I found someone that really uh, took care of me and... Um, Want to be there for me and uh, help me out with life, so um, and she still is, so uh, yeah, she's she's great to have, and um, you know, I wouldn't do this if it wasn't for mum and gave me the opportunity to um, further my education, and um, that was probably the, the big thing that I wanted to do coming down to Melbourne for, for an education, and uh, it was tough at the start, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, the school gave me the opportunity to um, yeah, achieve my education, and um, as I said, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the school at the same time because they helped me with that too so yeah because for most of us moving schools when we are 16 and 17 would be a daunting prospect for many but for you moving to regional Victoria and you know trying to pick up um, English more regularly that must have been really challenging yeah it was really challenging at the start um didn't you know spoke much English and uh TV was our first language um and yeah, for me it was just uh, through sport I can you know pick up a few words and yeah. Uh, but yeah it was it was um, at the start I was you know at grade one level sixteen year nine so uh, I had to sort of work hard to um, get to uh, achieve my education and uh, it was a bit hard it was fairly hard at the start but um, had a lot of good teachers and um, you know mum sort of helped me along the way with it all too um, with my homework and stuff so. It was very hard, but I learned learned it through sport and uh, picked up a few, you know, words that I can, you know, that was new that I can use. And, uh, yeah, I had a lot of friends that um, could help me with that too, so I was very lucky. It's actually incredible how sport can sort of try and break down those barriers of communication and, you know, foster an environment where you feel comfortable asking questions and learning because for most of us we never really experience that. We, we grow up speaking one language and we speak the rest of us, you know, rest of it the entire life. So it's pretty impressive. So you moved to a new city or new town. You moved to a new school and along, you know, making new friends, you were playing footy and also a bit of netball the entire time. So tell us a bit more, I guess, about your journey to um, joining the Essendon VFL team and then the full side of the Essendon. Yeah, I was at... Um I guess uh, school, then playing a tech up with Gibson Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, played there for three years. Um, you know, I thought I got drafted my first year, and then the second year I was like, oh, I got a good chance, but didn't know the the work ethic or um, you know how to how to take to get drafted. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be my talent that would get me drafted, but it was more um, the hard work that you have to put in to um, you know to get there and. Uh, yeah, then I had to uh, make a decision whether to stay stay home or move to um, Essendon to play with the BFL team, and I thought it was a good opportunity. And um, I said to Mum, "Well, would you come and help me try and uh, you know achieve my dreams and um, play in AFL footy?" So uh, yeah, we sort of moved from uh, Longwari to Glenroy, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, we had to work pretty hard to um, get drafted, but um, that didn't. Uh, stopped there, so um, was still a lot of that disappointed uh, disappointment of not getting drafted. Uh, but yeah, from that point, we had to put in the work together. Um, you know, I had a lot of trust in mum that she can help me 
achieve my dreams. And um, she said, well, a few times I'm going to be, you know, your coach, not your mum. So, uh, um, you know, there was a lot of tough times with uh, pre-season training. Um, now she would push me really hard, even though, you know, I said oh, I had enough. But mum would say, well, find that you know, extra age to push and, you know, see what you can do. So, uh, and for her it was more, you know, for me to learn mentally that I can, you know, I can do it. Because um, I've done it before with my schooling. Um, there was just another other side where I can push mentally and physically and uh, you know at the same time I didn't um, achieve what I wanted and uh, yeah it was a lot of disappointment through the VFL but uh, you know I was just determined to uh, yeah achieve my dreams and um, it was probably the last year of VFL that we said okay let's give it another crack and um, I was at the stage of you know giving up footy and oh, wow. going to try out um, uh, rugby and uh, NRL, so uh, yeah, I said to mum, well, that's probably, you know, football, AFL, it's not going to happen for me and I want to go and try something else, something different and uh, and we said, no, let's just try one more year and, and see how we go, then if, if it doesn't work, then we'll go and try something else. So uh, we had to work really hard, I would get home after work, I would do, you know, training, um, just me and mum and I would go and do training with the VFL team. Uh, every lunchtime, I would go down, put on a ten kilo vest, and uh, run in the treadmill. So that was that's a good one. I, yeah. w- I won't pass <laughs> that one on to our coach Simone. I won't let her listen to this one. But that's incredible. Yeah. So that was probably for me to you know. Well, if I want to get drafted, I would have to put in the work. And um, a lot of you know a lot of boys I play with uh, with an AFL level that I would you know ask. Um, what I can do to get drafted, and um, Joe Watson actually gave me advice: just keep keep running, even though if you, if you feel tired, just try to find the edge of you know try to um, get fitter and fitter as you can. So uh, you know, I would just put in the work to um, try to achieve my dreams, and uh, yeah, finally happened after three years. <laughs> um, I was quite nervous because I was at work. Um, I was doing a bit of work with the multicultural program um, through Essendon, and I uh, had a phone call from the recruiter and um, I thought, well, what's going on here? So I'm busy trying to, uh, you know, coach AFL with the multicultural kids. And, um, yeah, so I said, well, you know, come down to to my office and um, after you finish work and I want to have a chat. So um finished work and went straight there and uh, saw all the cameras. So I'm like, oh, finally happening. So that, you know, all the cameras gathered away. But, uh, you know, all the hard work and... Um, you know, support that I have for mum and still do. <laughs> still push me through um, the hard yards and um, yeah, finally got there and um, got the opportunity to play um, AFL. Yeah, I think getting called by the recruiter must have just been, you know, that final cherry on three years of hard work, but everything you had done before moving down to Victoria with Jane and also playing with the Tiwi Bombers at the same time. So I had the pleasure of meeting some of your family at our game on Saturday, some of your nieces and nephews. I guess you just spoke about how important the support of family has been, but have you been able to find, I guess, support within some of your teammates at Essendon? Yeah, there's a lot of support um, from the club uh, with you know all the players and the coaches um, and the staff. So, um, yeah, now it's sort of finding that, that person or um, people that you can go and talk to. Uh, but, yeah, my family has been there from, from day one. Um, 
really supportive, um, still do, um, even though I'm going through the um, tough times with football and um, and life in general. So uh, I still have my sister ringing me all the way from Dubai, just checking in and see how I'm going. So uh, it's great to have that you know family support then. Um, you can drive um, and play uh, your best footy because so, you're not doing it for yourself, you're doing it for your family too. So I'm um, quite lucky in, um, to have a family that are there all the way um, to the start and all the way to the end. So, uh, yeah, very lucky to have a family that can support me with what I'm doing. You've had such a phenomenal journey, I think, to the big stage of football and a lot of people probably don't realise the hard work that has gone on um, behind that so everyone knows I'm an acid F- Essendon fan <laughs> can't even say the name I'm that excited <laughs> to be sitting here with you all um, a few probably would describe you as a, a cult figure in the AFL landscape you've got a song named after you I don't even have that privilege yet still waiting for that one um, from the netball community um, you seem to go out on the field and just play with no fear do you think that's just because of all of the hurdles you've had to face to get to this level, you just go out there and play every game like it's your last. Yeah, it's uh, it's always been uh, something I love doing, and um, you know, at the start, I told mum, well, you know, what I want to do is I want to give back to the fans and the people that you know come to the game, which is something that I bring uh, really excitement and um, you know, tackling, kicking goals, and stuff like that. So. Uh, but it's all the hard work that I've been putting putting in, and all the support from the um, footy. But in general, with all the people and uh, supporters, uh, uh, you know, I told mum, well, everything I do is, you know, put on a show for everyone to come and enjoy. And, um, yeah, come and enjoy a game that, you know, even though we lost, but they can, you know, finally go home with uh, some excitement, I guess. Uh, um, yeah, it's all about giving back to the people. And, um, yeah, I still do and I uh, still love going out and uh, taking photos and signing and talking to um, you know the supporters before the game because that's just part of my routine and uh, something I really enjoy and love doing just to put a smile on people's faces and um, yeah it's, it's great to uh, be be that person that would give back to to people so yeah I was at the game when you played against Carlton which was disappointing yesterday but um, your game against Collingwood on Anzac Day which is such a big match in the AFL calendar was amazing. I think when you're out on the field and your opposition can see you coming, they almost get intimidated by your presence out on the footy field. Can you give me any insight as to what your mentality is when you're just chasing people down and tackling them? Is it all about sort of that never giving up and never knowing how much you can give until you're at the final stage? Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty much um, for me, it's just always trying to you know give your all. Um, doesn't matter if you are tired or sore. Uh, just finding that edge to um, you know put a pressure or um, tackling and trying to get the boys up. So uh, yeah, for me, it was just that uh, mentality of pressuring my opponent and um, and yeah, just tackling and doing all that and uh, try to be exciting as I can. And uh, yeah, pressure is probably my my um, the thing that I really do and I really love doing. Uh, that's why I think most of uh, the other opponents are always uh, a bit shaky when they see me coming. So <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, so it's just the uh, excitement and, um, you know, a bit of fun to go and um, enjoy the game. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there'll be tough times uh, along the way, but, um, you know, if you have fun, then uh, you're doing your job. So, um, yeah. 
I love watching you out on the field. You do bring a bit of excitement to the theatre of the the footy field. So um, I guess apart from playing out, it must be a little bit difficult sometimes balancing your life in Melbourne with your um, other family back home in Bathurst. Do you find it difficult sometimes to manage those expectations? Um, at the start it was, uh, then, you know, it got easy as it goes because, um, you know, the opportunity that I had here was, um, you know, something that I wouldn't, um, change. So, uh, you know, it was, it was hard at times, but yeah, um, got better as it goes, but, um, you know, the family, um, my family are pretty supportive and, um, want, want me to achieve what I want to achieve in my dreams and, um, you know, quite lucky to, to have a family that really support you with, with what you're doing. So, um. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, you've made so many people smile along the way, which I just think is priceless. So you, do you still work um, in the multicultural department at Essendon? No, I don't, um, but I would love to uh, go back and do some clinics and stuff with them and, uh, you know, go back and get back to the community. And, um, you know, I still do a bit of, bit of work with um, the football club here um, and, yeah, I love to go and make kids happy and make that day. Um, every time we do a clinic or, um, you know, family day, I just you know, love to, to see kids smiling and uh, really enjoy, I guess, having me there. And um, even though it's it's hard at times, but um, I love it when kids smiling and um, they're all happy and really enjoying the day. So um, that's, yeah, my, my big thing, just making kids happy and, um, you know, Encourage them to follow their dreams and um, work hard on their education at the same time too. And, um, and yeah, it's been, been great to be a part of that. Your story is just incredible and inspiring to so many people, not just in football but in the sporting landscape and the, the broader sphere. Um, I know you um, are part of the Indigenous and Torres Strait Islander uh, playing group that represents um, clubs at the AFL level. We don't have as much representation in the netball sphere, which is something that Netball Australia and the clubs are really working hard towards about building pathways. I've got some information here from our partners at Deakin about some of the some of the reasoning behind where you know some they find there's um, barriers to entry. Um, we can. I'm interested in your perspective on these. You know, there's sort of a lack of sporting facilities and the distance between venues you know it can be so difficult out in rural areas do you have any other players you know that have experienced things like that um yeah a few players i guess from the country have, you know they find it pretty hard to move to melbourne because um, you know you travel around to um get to games um you know not a few times we had to travel to ballarat um to play tech up but uh I think it's that support from your parents that you know willing to um, you know do things for you to go and achieve your dreams and um, you know it'd be great to see um, I guess few few girls playing the netball and that was that's something that um, I'm really passionate about doing and uh, we're talking to mum and it's something that we want to do to um, give those um, girls that opportunity to come and and try and and see um, if they want to do this because um, there's a lot of opportunities there for them to. Uh, to play play netball and um, and yeah, further the education at the same time too. So um, it would be something that would be love to be a part of and um, spread that. Um, I guess you know, if they want to do it, they can do it. Um, yeah, it's just 
now finding the ways to, um, you know, getting kids to come and, and play and, um, yeah, get that opportunity to play. Yeah, you've definitely been a leader in that space, creating your own path with the support of others to, you know, get to where you have so far. It definitely is difficult sometimes because there can be barriers that a few of us don't see and we aren't able to remove those without being able to identify them and help encourage people along the way because there's so many people out there in our communities that have amazing natural talent and they just really need to be fostered through especially um, maybe in the netball sphere uh, later on circling back to netball obviously you're a football driven player but I have heard rumours that you were quite the netball star back in the day did you have a position on court that you sort of excelled in yeah I started uh, wing attack Um, you know we lost our grand or was our finals I think because um, we were up by one goal and um, I didn't get back to the line, so it was a turnover and um, my brother went mad at me for that and, uh, yeah, we ended up losing the game. But, um, yeah, then the year after that I said to mum, well, I want something exciting and I, she said, what do you want to do? Well, I said, oh, I want to play, you know, goal attack and mum was like, well, there's a lot of practice. You have to go and practice and practice, you know, shooting. So, um, you know... Every time after school, I would, you know, finish my homework, then I would just say to mum, okay, let's go. Um, I need to go and practice my shooting. And we would go back to the school and I would practice for two hours straight, just goose neck and everything. And, um, yeah, we used to have a challenge, um, you know, who's going to you know, shoot the most. And um, that's why I had to learn uh, how to shoot and, um, and find a way to, you know, get mum to play me in that role. So... <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah, so it was quite fun and um, I've loved it ever since and um, yeah, I miss it a lot now, uh, but you know, most of my friends, uh, we used to play it all the time at school and uh, Nepal was you know, big in our school and uh, we used to get a lot of kids that turned up um, every uh, training session to come and, and play Nepal, so um, yeah, it was, it was quite a, a journey, um, yeah, it was uh, last year of uh, netball for our um, boys team and um, I went to a state uh, state footy um, with NT Thunder and uh, you know I had to come back and play in the finals and um, you know the boys boys said to, to mum well he's going to come straight back in and uh, mum was like well if he doesn't play well then you know I you know, have to sit him out um, and the boys were like, nah, you can't do that. And mum was straight away, well, I'm the coach. I can do whatever I want, you know. Um, yeah, so I had to, you know, prove that, prove to the boys that, you know, I'm not going to come in just because, you know, I'm good. I want to come in because I want to, you know, play my role and, and play really well. So uh, we made it through the finals. Uh, and uh, it was probably half time and uh, they decided to put uh, six foot five uh, on me. And... Ooh. I took my bib off. I said, Mum, you know, that's it. I can't do it. She's like, why? And I was like, well, they're putting a tall, you know, tall guy on me and, and I can't shoot because he'll, he'll block all the time. And, um, yeah, Mum said, well, just use your pace, you know, if you can take him up the ground and um, sprint back and, you know, get it in the square and just um, try and fake it a few times when you're shooting and, uh, and go from there. So... Uh, you know, I was close to one of my best mates, Nate Paredes, and he was playing in the centre and we had a 
uh, great connection and um, I knew where he was going to go and he knew where I was going to go. So um, you know, I was lucky enough to have someone that you know knew where I was going to go um, by driving up and and sprinting back to the goal. So uh, yeah, we ended up winning the game and uh, got best on ground. So that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> and the netball is just sitting in the front near the fire. So that's my... Uh, still got it. Still got it. So um, that's my pride and joy. Um, you know, I've loved it ever since playing with my mates and um, and it reminds me of all the good times we had together and um, and mum coaching us. So, uh, yeah, it's been a great journey and um, I miss it a bit, uh, but I love coming down and watch you girls play and um, and training. And uh, I got nervous uh, last year when we were watching the grand final at home. I was nervous too, don't yeah, worry. I was playing the game all the time, so <laughs> mum was like, just sit down and relax. I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I was getting up and making the moves and, you know, screaming on the TV. But, um, yeah, something we really love watching and uh, – and it's great to be part of it and uh, something that we want to do just to um, help out as much as you can and get all the awareness out that, you know, well, this is the game that we loved and uh, we want to get more people uh, involved and uh, more kids to play, uh, you know, play netball. And uh, there's a lot of opportunities there for, for young kids to um, to get that opportunity. So Yeah, it's definitely an amazing team sport. That's the aspect I really love about it. It is almost the ultimate team sport because you need... Um, everyone on court doing their job in order to win. I'm sure there's some social netball teams out there that would be happy to have you if Essendon ever feel obliged to just let you have a bit of a run around down at Richmond or one of those social netball. I'll tell my friends to keep keep an eye out for you there. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, do you have an opinion on the introduction of the super shot? I'm interested from a goaler perspective. Do you think that's your target range? You'd be out there hitting twos? Yeah, that would be my target range. Yeah, I would take that shot like any time, any day. So, uh, yeah, sort of glad to have that bring that rule. So just to make the game quite exciting and um yeah, I wish that I had when I uh, played netball back in the days. But, um, yeah, it's great that they have that and um, that you can just sort of bring the game a bit when, you know, if you're down and you can, you know, shoot two points and you can you know, bring the game back and made it quite exciting. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great rule to have. We love having your support and Jane's support as our number one ticket holders at the Melbourne Vixens. Um, obviously, you're a few months into the football season. Is there anything you're really looking forward to? Dream time at the G is always one of my favourite matches. So it's going to be amazing to see that come back this year after not having it last year. Is that a highlight for you there? Yeah, it is. Um, it's something I really enjoy, um, I guess, playing the Dreamtime game and Anzac game because it's one of the biggest games uh, in our country and um you know it's something that uh you know you feel lucky to be part of because as you know as a kid growing up you watch all these games especially in the Dreamtime game and uh you just want to be a part of it and uh i feel so lucky that you know you get to um be the one that sort of um playing on it on a, such a great night and um yeah to get everyone um together and get everyone involved and uh you know i know the boys are really exciting to um, look forward to Anzac Day and Dreamtime Games. So, um, yeah, it's great to have that back again and have crowds come back. But, um, yeah, the Darwin, uh, when we went to Darwin uh, last year, that was a, quite an experience to um, have everyone um, from everywhere to come and watch the game. And uh, they all love their footy up there. So, 
uh, was quite an experience and um, the boys really enjoyed it. And uh, it was after the game where everyone sticked around a bit and, um, you know, they all shook the bus and the bus was shaking. So we were like, oh, what's going on, you know? So <laughs> just shows how, um, you know, they really love their footy up there and um, it was great to see everyone come to the game and, um, yeah, quite looking forward to playing back in Melbourne um, again. So That was amazing to watch on the television, I think, especially during last year that was so difficult when different states were in lockdowns. Seeing that many people and that many smiling faces on the TV and you guys just inspiring this large group of people was just phenomenal to watch. Are you playing in Darwin again this year or are they hoping to find another time to do that? Uh, probably another time because um, obviously it's uh, a tradition to play um, at the G, you know, Dreamtime game. And uh, uh, yeah, hopefully we can you know play a game uh, maybe next year up there and um, just to get back to the community and, um, you know, because they don't really come down for to watch any games. So uh, it'd be great if AFL can um, go up there and, and put on a, a game up there for them. So Yeah, that would be amazing. So we've got a few new fresh, fresh faces in our Melbourne Vixens team at the moment. You um, boys have a few fresh faces too. Are you liking that? Are you leading them out there on the field, telling them what to do, showing them the tricks? Tricks of the trade? Yeah, it's quite exciting to see young players uh, come along and have their first game or uh, have their first year. So uh, it's all about just encouraging them to use their strengths. And um, you know, Harrison Jones is one of the young guys that are playing forward and um, always trying to encourage him to um, use his strength and play to his ability. And um, you know, we're lucky enough to run young players that can come in and um, play their role and, and show their talent. And um, we got a few of them now that... Uh, they've done that and um, you know we we sort of encourage young guys to do that and um, come and play their play their strengths and um, play the role so um, you know it's really exciting to I guess see them put on the show so because you know that when young kids are on they just you know they got a lot of confidence so um, you know, it's great for us to sort of encourage them to um, you know play their game and um, and have fun at the same time because you know we wouldn't want them to have a lot of uh, expectation or, um, you know, feel nervous when it comes to big games. But, uh, you know, we've got a lot of confidence in our young players that so they can come in and um, impact the game at any time. So, um, you know, we've had few few players now that, um, you know, play their first game and, uh, you know, play in their first year. So uh, it's quite exciting to see them play and can't wait to see what they can do um, in the future. So It's very exciting. I've loved watching them you know, light it up out on the football field and hopefully with um, this building phase, Essendon are going through. I'm, I'm sensing some success in the future. I'm not, you know, I'm getting a little bit excited, but off the field, last few questions, Walla. Um, obviously, you are a new dog dad. Um, how is that going for you? Are you enjoying it? How's the training going? Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, there's times where driver is a bit naughty, but um, you know, he just uh, you know, sometimes he's uh, full of surprises. Um, he'll come out and be a good boy, then the next thing he's like, you know, a naughty boy. But uh, you know, he's only a pup, so he's learning, uh, and I'm learning to try and train him and um, get him to get used to the house. Um, you know, whenever we be inside, he's outside. Uh, when we inside, he wants to be inside. So just to uh, train him and um, he's learning really quick and 
is quite smart too, so he knows what he wants and um, he can try and pull up uh, new tricks to, uh, you know, get get uh, what he wants. Uh, um, yeah, he's asleep at the moment, but um, he'll he be is. up and about. <laughs> he is. We were, we were playing a game of pool before, which you are quite talented in. Do you have any other secret talents that the listeners might not know about? Oh, well... <laughs> Um, well, I love every sport. Um, you know, I can go and play anything and, and try my best. Um, when you, I know I've got the skills to do whatever. Um, yeah, but I haven't, haven't tried guitar yet. My brother bought me a few guitars, but, uh, yeah, I'm not patient enough to, to learn. So, uh, yeah, but anything that I do with sport, I probably can, uh, give it my best, but, um, yeah, I haven't tried something new, but guitar is something that I want to try and play, but I don't have the patience to do it. So It is difficult starting something from you. It's uh, very humbling doing something like playing a musical instrument. I learned to juggle a couple of years ago, which I couldn't do, which I'm not bad at now, but initially it was quite uh, demoralising because I was, I was absolutely awful at it. <laughs> I'm sure your guitar playing will be uh, a fruitful endeavour. Maybe we can look forward to an acoustic version of either the Essendon or the Melbourne Vixens song down the track. What do you think? Sounds good. I'll have to write you a song then. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can you can write a song about maybe Driver and Billy, my dog, hanging out or herding sheep. Yeah, that'll be good. It'll get people. Bluey will play it on the TV show, I think. Yeah. I've got, I've got yeah, good aspirations will. for it. Well, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to talk to me today and to share your story, I think. It's just so inspiring and it's so amazing to see what you've achieved and probably what you will continue to achieve. Um, so thank you again to our proud partner, Deakin University, for providing today's insights and background research. Deakin University, progressive real-world learning. Walla, Anthony, Tipper, thank you for joining us. Good luck for your match next week. Who are you taking on um, for round? What round are you up to now? Uh, round seven, eight, seven. It goes by so yeah, quickly, doesn't round it? Seven. Yeah, it's going pretty quick. So, um, but it's yeah, going up to Sydney, um, playing mm-hmm. GWS over there. So, um, it'd be a, another challenge, um, flying to Sydney and um, try and get a win. But um, yeah, it's been a quite a journey, and I loved every minute of it. And um, it's quite exciting to see the young guys coming through. So. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me along and um, hopefully we can do more of these. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you.